On today's episode of Locked On 76ers, Keith and I discuss uh, maybe what do you think about the Sixers possibly going after a third superstar on this team, teaming up with Joel Embiid and James Harden. Will that get them over the hump? Who might those players be? We'll discuss it next right here, Locked On 76ers. You are Locked On 76ers, your daily Philadelphia 76ers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. What's happening, basketball fans? Welcome to Locked On 76ers. I'm Devon Givens, and welcome to Locked On 76ers podcast. Again, I'm Devon Givens, 97.5, the Fanatic Radio in Philadelphia, alongside my co host and partner, as always. From the Enquirer.com, Sixers beat writer Keith Pompey, live from Chicago, draft combine, lottery last night. What's up, Keith? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm doing all right, man. I'm doing all right. Excited to talk about some hoops today. Again, no basketball for the Sixers, but still plenty to discuss with them. But first, we got to thank everybody for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And remember, Locked On 76ers is free and available on all platforms, including right here on YouTube at Locked On 76ers. Keith, uh, man, we got to talk about this, man, with the with the team ending up the way that they did, knocked out in the second round. Uh, looking at this roster, and we've talked about Tobias Harris a little bit, how he might be the biggest trade chip. But then there's also the Tyrese Maxey angle of it as well, and maybe him having to be included into something to possibly bring in a third superstar it seemed like they continued to chase it. Remember, back in 2018 when Brett Brown was the interim general manager, he, the famous quote, star hunting, right? Uh, right before, uh, the, right at the draft, star hunting of what they were looking for and what they potentially wanted to do. They never really got that star hunt uh, done the way that it was supposed to be, uh, even though they did acquire Jimmy Butler during the season, Tobias Harris as well, uh, at the trade deadline. But right now, with names out there like Bradley Beal, possibly Donovan Mitchell as well, with the situation going on in Utah with Rudy Gobert, their relationship. Uh, Keith, what do you think about star hunting once again for the 76ers, bringing in maybe a third superstar to go with Embiid and Harden? Um, personally, I think they need to just fill out the roster. Like, I think they need, they need a lot of other things. I mean, my thing is, I understand, I get the star hunting thing. Um, sounds great, right? But when you look at it, we're talking about back in the day, we were talking about Kawhi Leonard as being number one, Paul George being number one, LeBron James being number one. So now you're trying to bring in a star who's going to be second or third fiddle. And and let's face it, the guy that they want to get as a star, to go star hunting, if that's what they actually want to do, is used to being number one. So how is he going to come here and be able to, to fit in and know that he's going to get less shots? You know, secondly, you know, we look at uh, Tyrese Maxey. That's a star in the making, right? A star in the making. Yep. So it's one of those things where, yes, a team, let's just say if it is Bradley Bill. So Bradley Bill, from what I heard, is that he's telling people still in Washington that he still expects to be there, that he wants to be there. But okay. let's just say if you get Bradley Bill and, you know, Bradley Bill doesn't want to re-op, Right. So he's, he's basically leaving, and he tells that team, I'm not coming back, 
you better do a sign and trade with me. Well, that team kind of loses some trade value. So they have to take something. But are you going to give away Tyrese Maxey for hmm. Bradley Bill? Now, Bradley Bill is a good player, a, a great scorer, but he's also, when he scores and scores these points, he takes a lot of shots. So he's going to be have to be able to fit in to the 76er system. But right. you're giving away Tyrese Maxey, a young up-and-coming guy for that, like who's, who's who can be the second fiddle, who can be the third. So to me, I don't want to say like, I mean, right now a lot of people are killing the 76ers. The rhetoric is like, you guys are doomed. It's, it's, it's gloom and doom, right? Doom and gloom, whatever, right? right? Now all of a sudden we're hearing, oh, they're in the making for get a third star. But it's doom and gloom. And when you look at this roster, they need, like you said, athletic wings. They right. need they need uh they need to uh, maybe a backup defense. point guard. They need a backup point guard. There's a lot of things they need more so than a third star because when you look at this team, they had a big four and a bunch of role players. So, you know, I, I don't know, man, D. I, I don't know about this one. Well, when you look at Bill at six four right now for that team, uh he has been injured quite a bit over the last few seasons when he had to take so much of the workload once John Wall exited or even when John Wall was there. But uh, I don't necessarily love that fit just because of, as you talked about, um, these three having to find the shots. And does their personality say that they'll make it work? Now, when you look at some other teams, look, the shots have to be taken. So someone has to take them. And Embiid is going to maybe lead the team in shots, getting to the foul line. Harden will get his. And if James Harden, pardon me, Bradley Beal is, in fact, going to be a part of the team in the future hypothetically uh, the shots will be there as well they'll find those ways to to get him some looks you have to, you have to then build the team around properly to make sure that the other role players that are on the team let's say your other two starters are not necessarily uh, really focused on getting shots so will you have two key starters in your in your offense or, or, or on that end where maybe you look at let's just use that as an example Matisse Thibault is Dorian Finney-Smith-like where the defense is there, all that stuff, and you'll sprinkle in the offense, and they're okay with that. Then you have another player that may be a specialist at his position as well, but more offensive-oriented where he's bigger in size and he can play defense and all that. So it's really about if you were to do something like that, Keith, those shots will be there for those three as long as you have the right pieces. P.J. Tucker, for an example, for James Harden and Daryl Morey, while they were in Houston, he didn't care about his shots, right? But if if that's the type of player that you have, then sure, it'll work like that. But now you're talking about working around the margins of the team and the roster to make sure that those other players, similar to what Allen Iverson did in their uh, year that they went to the finals or just in, in his era as, as well, where those players will focus on defense and let Allen Iverson cook and do what he does. Now, you're talking about three offensive, really good offensive players with the Sixers. In this case, it's about them building around those three where the others, especially the two starters, are role players of what they do. They're locked in with how they play it, and they're not worried about shots out there. They're only focused on the task at hand of what they're there for to be that defensive guy and knock down shots or knock down shots but help defensively a little bit. And then to your point, 
building the other part of the bench where you don't have to worry about the depth issues that we saw in the postseason like we just experienced this past run for the Sixers. So I, I, I don't know. I am with you really about, hey, get a bunch of guys after having Maxi and Harden and Embiid. And even if Harris is back, have a bunch of guys that know their role and can help you win and that you are not worried about depth if one of those players have to then come off the floor. So I'm with you there. Uh, the Bradley Bill thing is intriguing, but it's not at the top of my list either. So well, it, it, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I'm, I'm just thinking of something, and I hate to do it because it's the Houston Rockets, right? And I know that's Daryl Morey's team, but I'm just giving that the biggest example of where I saw stars didn't work. You know, there was a time with, when Carmelo Anthony played for Houston. Right. right. They, that was supposed to be their third star. That ended poor. I mean, yeah, that was bad. And then you talk about the relationship, you know, Chris Paul and, and uh, James didn't work. So then Dwight Howard and James didn't work. Right. <laughs> Russell Westbrook and James didn't work. So what I'm trying to say is when we focus on going after getting these stars, I mean, we have to understand a lot of these stars are max guys, macho guys, where they used to be in number one. And when you had Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, they both wanted to be the number one dude, and it didn't work out. So my thing is, yes, it's great to say we're going to be the Miami Heat, and we're going to go get Chris Bosh and LeBron James, and we're going to figure it out, right? We're going to figure it out. And Miami was great. They took and retired Chris Bosh's jersey for all the stuff he did. But that only reason why that worked is because you took this one dude who was tired of losing and he sacrificed all his individual stuff for that. And it's hard, man, in this league to get a number one dude, especially if it's a guard, a perimeter player, to say, okay, yeah, we're going to dump it into Joel and I'm just going to stand around and watch. Okay, James, you do what you got to do. I'm going to stand around and watch. Nah, they want to come here and they want to be the man. So, to me, like you said, we talked about it. You know, I don't mean to keep ear beating, but to me, I just think the team will be better off um, getting, uh, you know, getting, um, you know, uh, people that adding depth, adding depth to the roster now, yeah. and also like Maxi. Okay, right now, Bradley Bill is he better than Maxi? Of course he is, but you see Maxi's upside. You know what I mean? So. I don't know if that's the guy I'm really willing to get to add into the deal, but that's probably what it's going to take. And, yeah, I, I and, I, and look, I, I do like Beal from afar. Always have liked him, and we know he can score in bunches. Ev- evidence of the 60 points that he dropped on the Sixers last season, right, where he just he was having a field day against them offensively and how he's able to score. So could he bring some value to this team? Of course he could because w- what he does, Keith, even though Maxie does it in a different way, no one can do it like he does it, and I'll say that part. But it's about, again, everything else that's surrounding uh, this basketball team and also uh, being there in those big moments. Keith, on the other side, we need to talk about with all of that, do people even want to play here? Is this a destination town? Sure, James Harden, he wanted to come to Philadelphia after leaving Brooklyn. He stated that he wanted to be here before even going to Brooklyn, whether you believe that or not. Is this a destination destination? City to play with Joel and B. We'll get into that next right here. Locked on seven sixers.
That's all right. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll talk about the destination city because, hey, when, when you look at this and, again, seeing James Harden want to come here, I can't include DeAndre Jordan. He was on his last wheel. It's <laughs> just looking for a gig and an opportunity to win and saw some minutes there. Uh, but for for this particular case in the offseason where we got these big names like Beal and Mitchell, who was in town to watch the Sixers play in the playoffs and maybe some others from afar, I'm curious to see uh, how this all plays out because I just want to I want to know if this is a place that players want to come to. So we'll see. We'll get to that next right here on Locked On 76ers. Our next product, our next partner has a product I literally use every day. I started taking AG1 because, hey, let's face it, I want to get back in shape. The season has been long. I don't walk. I don't exercise as much as I used to. So I need to take this stuff to make me feel better. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source of superfood, um, probiotics to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging. All these things. So, like, if I start taking this more, D, then maybe it'll tell me I won't have a great beard as much as I do. Right? <laughs> That's right. Get rid of <laughs> right? So, you know, so it, I'm telling you guys, to make it easy, Athletic Green is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five three travel packets with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NBA network. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash NBA network to take ownership over your health and pick up the, the ultimate daily nutrition insurance. Do it today, baby. Do it today. Always do it today, just like Keith says. We appreciate you guys checking in with us today here on Locked On 76ers. Thank you for making us your first listen. For your next listen, check out the Locked On Now podcast. The nightly recaps of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts is free and available wherever you get your podcast. Up one nothing after game one of the Eastern Conference Finals. That would be the Miami Heat. And uh good win for them, obviously. Just keeping it going, Jimmy Butler with another 40-plus for them to help lead them to that first win in that series. And the Warriors and the Mavs get underway next. So um, let's get Keith. I mean, you, you hear a lot of stuff, and uh, you you get to see how things have kind of made their way around the league as far as conversational, uh, conversationally about what, what this city is. And so many times we talk about the people. We see P.J. Tucker, he's available, but he goes and picks Milwaukee. Same thing for P.J. Tucker. And Kyle Lowry, this is his home. Now, it's a different dynamic, wanting to play home or not, but uh, he goes to Miami. If you want one of the Morris twins, they decide to go to L.A. or or to Miami when they have their choice. And sure, the Sixers have had players that come this way, but are they really a destination city? And when we talk about Beal and Mitchell and many other names that will pop up throughout this entire offseason, Keith, I mean, are they a destination city? Do they want to come to Philadelphia? You know, it's it's tough to say this, but I don't know if a lot of if, if everything with all things equal, if a lot of free agents want to come here, like with everything's equal. Because let's face it, there are certain cities like Los Angeles, New York, Miami, um, 
you know, the weather is just, first of all, in LA, the weather is so much better, right? Um, the, the Texas things, you know, I mean, there's a lot of things factored in, like Texas, no state income tax, right? Uh, Miami, no state income tax. And then you have the weather, right? And then, um, it, you know, and, and, and then like, so then you, then you have New York right up the road. So yeah. I think that if you're competing against them, nah, uh-uh, I, I don't see it. I just don't, you know, I mean, but again, if this is, if you're not competing those places, yeah, it's cool. But again, a lot of times. But they do, but the Sixers have been successful as far as on the floor. Um, players do come in here whenever they get, Josh Harris is not cheap. He does pay people and they, they are over the luxury tax. So, I mean, there's stuff here. Michael Rubin is an attraction just because of his relationship with people around the NBA, even including the Fanatics uh, apparel that he, that he has, that company. So, I mean, it, it still is a, a decent city. We, it is, but if you got – here's the thing. Like I said, if everything is equal, and believe me, dude. Choosing I'm, from those those other places. Yeah, if everything's equal, are you going to South Beach or are you coming to Philly? Yeah, but what about when are we you look going at to the lake? What about when we yeah, but now Milwaukee ain't a destination. I mean, those it's dudes a destination there, but, because of who their player is in Giannis. Yeah, but you ain't. Yeah, but like, yeah, that's be, yeah, that's Giannis. Like, think about like, like, like. Okay, um, my man got out of there after a year. Uh, what's his name? Uh, PJ Tucker. He was yeah, gone. But, yeah, you're right. I mean, he was gone. Have you ever been to Milwaukee? I have not. See, that's what I'm saying. So, like, I'm just saying, dude. Have you ever been to LA? Yeah. So let me ask you this. Now, I, I know you love your city. I love Philly, too. All things equal. Yeah. You got the Lakers in Southern California where the weather is beautiful all year round. Yeah. And you got Philly where they have the seasons. Where are you going? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, all going things to Los equal. Angeles. Okay. So you ever been to my, you've been to Miami, right? Yeah. So we, we got to think about that. So you got Philly and Miami. Where are you going? Miami, especially when you include the tax part of it. Yeah, of course. You're going to lean yeah. that way. So I, I think that has a lot to do with it. And then, but also, let's Yeah, but there are only certain roster spots and money that you're going to get that you want from those select L.A., New York, Miami, Houston, if you want to go Houston, Dallas, and San Antonio and talk but, about them. But that's what I'm saying is all things are equal. Winning and you do have a an MVP, a legitimate MVP finalist to play with that you know, you know, they win games. That that does play a part in it too. I think all things equal. Here's the one thing we got to realize. George Niang didn't and have a lot of offers. In the situation too. So if the Lakers can't afford to go and get Bradley Bill, they just simply can't afford to go get Bradley Bill. Now you move on to the next. If Miami can't do it, now you move on to the next one. Yeah, part. I mean, that's just what I'm saying. Like, destination, like, it's it's cool. I mean, I get what you're saying. Like, but I think in the NBA, like, when all things are equal, there are certain cities you consider destination. Yeah. Outside of that, it comes down to, okay, now, if Philadelphia got more money than New York, I think I'm going to Philly. You right. know what I'm saying? So yeah. stuff like that. So I, that's why I meant, like, all things being equal, but but I heard like a lot of people, like a lot of players, believe it or not, well, some of them like you got to be a, a a certain type of guy to be able to come here and play here. Well, we know that. 
Yeah, you gotta be a certain type of guy. You know yeah, 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 for sure. We know that. But I mean, I think it's an interesting part of it just because if star players, they'll get into a spot and they're like, all right, team Washington, I went out now finally. I've done everything I can do. I've been loyal. I, I need to win. And I went out. Philadelphia is on my list. You, you know what I mean? And we have seen that where players have, have done that. But I think it's, a, it's an important part just simply because of what we're talking about right now and potentially uh, a guy like Mitchell, Beal, Levine, who's also going to be out there if there's something to be done there. So I think it's uh, important to pay attention to those things, and we'll certainly do that. It's a good conversation piece overall. But, Keith, we do have to uh, talk on the other side in our final segment about you being in Chicago, all these big names, the lottery out there for the draft picks, the uh, prospects that are coming into the NBA for next season, draft being next month. We got a couple local guys, man, that are uh, some good names out there. We need to talk about a few of those and what their chances are, not only in the lottery for one, but also in the draft, first round, second round for another. Big names, we'll discuss those on the other side in our final segment right here on Locked On 76s. But first, I need to tell you about Built Bar and talking about the birthday cake puffs. If you're new to us, let me tell you, the birthday cake puffs are new uh, built bar that uh, we have here, and I've never had anything like this one before. They're available right now, and we can't promise that they'll be there tomorrow. So go get them now at built.com. We've talked for months about the puffs where they have been really popular. They're 100% real chocolate. Uh, all puffs are covered in 100% real chocolate. That means that with built, you can eat healthy and actually enjoy it. You can replace the candy bars with this with 150 calories, 16 grams of protein. And only nine grams of sugar and this limited flavor of the birthday cake puffs it's an amazing option if you are looking for a healthy way to get flavor and variety in your day all right just go ahead and check it out get in there you heard me it's delicious flavored marshmallow covered in 100 real chocolate those are the uh the bars a chocolate covered marshmallow protein bar with the puffs as well you can't go wrong so Make sure you check it out. They're made with collagen protein, with, with which your body absorbs more efficiently and provides a ton of health benefits. Go to Built.com to get the birthday cake puffs now using promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order using promo code, again, LOCK15 for 15% off at Built.com. I also need to tell you about a little situation I had with my car where I needed a a headlight. I needed a little headlamp to replace that so I don't get pulled over and, and I'm told about it. So I was informed, leaving the parking lot late at night, leaving the station. And one of my colleagues said, hey, your, your headlight is out. Cool. Bet. I know exactly where to go. Going to rockauto.com. And I'm going to Rock, Rock Auto because they save time and money when I use Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30? Why would I do that? Percent, 50%, even 100% more for same parts from a chain store well, I can get it at the dealership or, or a car dealership when I can just go to Rock Auto. It's a family business serving do-it-yourselfers like myself for over 20 years. The little stuff for me, like a tail lamp or some, uh, some uh, car carpets inside there for the car. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. Once again, you can get brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, headlamps, and even new carpets. These are things that I have leaned on Rock Auto just for that. So go explore their easy-to-use website today to find the solution to your auto part needs. Just simply 
Go to rockauto.com right now. See all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in there. How did you hear about us, Box? So they know we sent you. You can talk about my experience as well. Headlamps, carpets for the cars and the interior, amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. That's at rockauto.com. Welcome back to Locked On 76s. And Keith, you are live in Chicago, ready for the draft combine for the 2022 draft combine. The lottery was last night. Your Orlando Magic land the number one overall pick. Oklahoma City, number two. The Houston Rockets, number three. So our choices, it didn't pan out. I thought that Detroit would get the number one pick. They went number five. So they'll still get a solid player. I like, actually, I like Keegan Murray that's there at that spot. But anyway, um, we look at the situation now. But some local people, we always look for the local flavor going into the draft the next season. And from Memphis, a high, high pick that is potentially out there for uh, some of these uh, NBA teams. That will be the local product, Jalen Duran, who is a big man. He can fit in a lot of spaces. He is a good rim runner defensively, a guy who can uh, get some work done protecting the paint. He's very agile. He can move laterally side to side. He can do some really good things as, as an athletic big. And then you have Colin Gillespie, fantastic point guard, champion from their 2018 National Championship squad. The uh, Bob Cousy Award finalist, I think he was the winner, actually. And Jordan Hall, also from St. Joe's, also in the mix there. Keep some good talent, man, that's uh, out there in Chicago locally. And, uh, I, you, again, Jalen Duren is projected to be a lottery pick. Colin Gillespie, maybe late first, second rounder. And Jordan Hall, same deal, second round pick right now. It's always good to see these local guys out there and landing in the NBA finding jobs. Yeah, I mean, but by, at this point, we should be used to it, right? <laughs> I mean, there's always a lot always. of guys from here, always. especially, you know, especially from Villanova. Um, but, uh, yeah, Doran, you know, he's a guy from, from Delaware. I mean, a guy looks like Zeus. You know, he's a body by Jake. Like, you know, you got guys like uh, um, grown men saying, I wish I could look like him. Right. Uh, so, so we'll see, you know, uh, you know, a, a defender, the thing about him is he's still like a traditional, he's a, un, he's 6'10", mm-hmm. but he's kind of like a lunch pail type of guy, you know, a traditional old time uh, center, kind of like a Ben Wallace type of dude, you know yeah. what I mean? Right. So, you know, for him, I mean, he'll be in the league, he'll, he'll be in the league for a while, but he's going to have to you know, incorporate some things in his games with this new analytics thing. Because I'm going to tell you this, um, yesterday it was crazy because they had drills before these guys went on the court. And it was three-point shooting drills. And everyone did it, even the centers. And it was, yeah, the bigs. And it was like you're looking at some of these guys, and a couple of them was hitting corner threes, but the ones, like, at the top, it was like, whoa, um, but, but again, the game has changed, man. And and it was weird. Like back in the day, it was like, do post moves. Nah, they were all shooting threes. So yeah. it's a different game. So we'll see how he can adjust. But of the draft picks, you know, the impossibles, you know, he could be, end up being the only one drafted, um, the only one drafted in the first round. Mm-hmm. But I do think for, a guy like Colin Gillespie, you know, a, a, a great basketball player in, in, in college, he comes from Villanova. So they, they have like some stock 
And so even if he doesn't get drafted or goes late, I think he could be the type of guy that could make a roster spot. Um, I will say this about Jordan Hall. Yeah. I was impressed with him when he was had the ball in his hands. He's got some stuff to him. Yeah. Yeah, he got some stuff. Now when he didn't have his ball a ball in his hand, he looked a little shaky at times because you could tell he didn't know where to be at the right spot. But when he got the rebound or they passed it to him, I mean, if either he didn't score or it seems like he was making the right pass and the pass was on the money. So yeah. I was really impressed with him. Now, he did interview with the Dallas Mavericks. He did interview with um, the Golden State Warriors among teams that he interviewed with. But he also, people didn't notice, last week he worked out for the Indiana Pacers. So, you know, he's the type of guy that will probably, if he doesn't get drafted, be on someone's um, summer league team and then get like a camp invite and then maybe, you know, be a two-way or or whatever. But, yeah, yeah he, he's good. And then, you know, the one thing, Keith, before we step away here, is all about situationally too, situations where they land. If Rand landed in the right spot, so even if you don't get drafted or you go late in the second round, sometimes you would always hear that agents and players would simply say, okay, it didn't happen the way I wanted. I didn't get my name called, but now – uh, having to choose my landing spot and feel like this where this may be best for me. And that's one of those things. And you're talking about three talented players during, not worried about that, but you still want him to land into the right spot. Uh, you look at his body type, as you mentioned, kind of think about Bam Adebayo, but Bam Adebayo is more polished offensively. And that's something that Duran has to work on there. And uh, how, how, how good will his point guard be wherever he lands? to help him out in that way also to get him some easier buckets, hitting the offensive glass, that stuff is him. Uh, work there, work defensively, get those boards and get those opportunities on the scoring way, scoring wise on that end. It's, it's, um, it's, it's about where you land. And same thing for Colin Gillespie. Well, coached, coachable, uh, traditional point guard, has some stuff to him. He's sneaky with how he works. And I wonder if he can have some success. You see, Archie Diacono had a, a few years in the league, did have a contract, um, bouncing around right now, still trying to find a landing spot. But Gillespie is a similar type of player. But is he more? Does his profile fit more? You know, of a of an NBA player as a backup guard. He won't. Be, I don't think he'll be a starter, but a backup. Uh, and knowing that he's coachable and he can play against those types of players with the athleticism, can he do that? Uh, as a guard in this league. So it'd be nice to see and watch how this all plays out for them. The local products, we always root for them and see where they go. Um, a lot of guys locally that play that may not be at the combine or you see Jermaine Samuels out there. Um, uh, Brockington is another guy uh, that, you know, is leaving Iowa State now. So curious to see it, man. Always, always root for them and see where they might end up and see where their career path takes them. So, Good stuff, man, and I'm sure you'll have some more as we go along this week while you're in Chicago, so can't wait to tap in with you and pick your brain there. But, folks, we'll continue to talk about the Sixers and uh, what's going on, the latest with the squad during this offseason. We want to thank you for making Locked On 76ers your first listen every day. And, again, we'll get into some more of what Keith is dealing with out there in Chicago and start to dive into some of the players that are currently on the roster. And as Keith said a few episodes ago, will they be back? Will they not be back? And we'll do that next. Now, make your second listen. Locked on NBA. We're locked on experts covering the biggest stories around the NBA every Monday through Friday in less than 30 minutes. 
It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Keith, have a good time out there in Chicago, man. We'll talk to you later. All right, my man. I'll talk to you later, bro. All right. Thanks, man. All right. Thank you.